Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Indeed, thank you. Welcome to 2018 for Out of the Pan. Great to be back with you. And Out of the Pan is a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the marine news, as they always do. And you could say diving length, depth and breadth. What a great range of experienced presenters they've had over the years and some back in town, as you heard. Make sure you tune in to their podcast. There's lots of ways you can listen to 3CR um, and this program, whether live or afterwards, you can listen to um, um, the show um, live from noon till one, um, a repeat, 5am Australian Eastern Summertime Wednesday, um, on demand for a week, or the podcast, but you miss out on, sadly, on the, due to broadcasting laws, on the great music, such as um, the opening track from the Andrew Durant Memorial Concert um, and back again, Mick Peeling on lead vocals. And yes, we're back. It's very important to acknowledge that we broadcast from the lands of the original inhabitants and pay respects to elders past, present and emerging, including our queer elders, and acknowledge their contributions to diversity on and around the lands. There's lots of ways to get in touch with the show. Um, you can um, hit the old Gmail. Um, um, if someone, if people do Gmail anymore, I do. Out of the out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. You can hit the SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. What a great Royal Rumble it was um, on Monday, um, Australian time. And you can look for the post on my page, Sally Goldner, or Out of the Pan 3CR 855am Melbourne on Facebook. Um, on the show today, catching up very shortly, um, we'll be travelling down the Princess Highway by the phone and chatting to the fabulous Lyndall Coon, who's down in Geelong, um, probably at a fundraiser for the um, next week's Geelong Rainbow Festival next weekend, which will be lots of fun. Um, also, while I meant think of it, an event that's coming up next week on Saturday the 10th is the a consultation for the trans and gender diverse communities in relation to the Pride Centre, 10am at Drummond Street Services in Carlton. Um, so I'll mention that a couple of times, very important. Uh, things getting on track there. Um, the building design released last week in coincidence with um, Pride March, which we might have time to get a chat about today as well. So lots been going on over the last five or six weeks since um, we last connected via the airwaves. Um, it's hard to know where to start. Um, we've had the, the um, Leadership Academy training prior to the Better Together um, um, conference, um, both of which are you know, huge shows to talk about in themselves. Midsummer Carnival Day, lots of great midsummer events, yours truly um, highlight was the Cocoa Butter Club, absolutely sensational range of performers, um, you know, 
um, valuing diversity, yay for that. Um, also been developments post-marriage equality. Um, obviously, people are getting married um, who do not one where the couple are not, we'll say, MNF by birth certificate. Um, but there's also, um, you know, sort of lots of um, um, other developments as well as emerging, which are critical to this show. Also wanted to talk about the show for the year. Um, there's lots going to be happening this year. Don't forget, if you feel like you'd like to come in and have a chat or on the phone um, about your personal story, can't get enough of those. I'm still convinced of that, and particularly for trans and gender diverse people, but also by beginning to really break out in the last month, um, the Better Together Conference also... Um, Charlie Ann, who's a reporter for Gay Star News based in the UK, has started a buy an identity group on Facebook and has written a, a new, it's not the first, buy manifesto, or did we say panifesto, um, which is very, very welcome with lots of input from um, buy plus peeps around the world. So really feels like buy's getting on the map. I've got to say better together was the most positive I've ever felt about buy at a, let's call it a rainbow conference. So that was a huge thing. So it's been a busy um, month or so. I've also got to look at issues surrounding Pride March at some point. The next track will discuss that. Um, you know, sort of um, 39 and humid, not, you know, the most comfortable waiting and marching conditions. You know, no one's fault. Queers are amazing, but we just haven't got the weather, how to control the weather, so it's perfect for the events that you need. Um, the Where's the hot and tot weather machine, um, as per Get Smart Again? Uh, no, the, yes, it was Get Smart Again, um, and uh, I nearly missed it by that much, Chief. But um, seriously... Um, Good to when um, that is an issue. There's also some issues with police at Pride March. Um, pros and cons going on there. Let's say I'm not going to necessarily take sides, um, but I'm also I will say I'm aware of a, an incident that hasn't gone public yet that I find quite disturbing. I think that the um, um, the um, you know sort of people are trying to work this one out quietly, but it's a little more problematic. Um, won't say any more than that for now. Also got to um, um, say a hi to one of our regular um, supporters of the program, the Fabulous Wombat. Um, lots of scouts um, at marching at Pride, which was really cool as well. They got underway relatively early, thankfully, um, and hopefully they didn't melt their woggles or something. Don't melt your woggle. There's my slogan for the day. See, so there's a mountain of news to catch up on, um, but want to leap back into it as well. Try and knock over the Pride March heat issue. I mean, as I say, in all seriousness, you can't control the weather. I find it a bit strange that people were blaming Midsummer. They should have cancelled it. You can't really. It just doesn't quite work that way. I think, though, maybe the time of day is the answer. And I was having a chat to a, a friend about this last night. And maybe it needs to go earlier so there's less waiting and marching in the heat. If everyone's done and dusted, let's say, by 2, um, you could probably get everyone off into the shade. So maybe it's a, a noon start and 10 a.m. assemble, yes, um, there would be issues of getting people out of bed, but um, hey, I'm sure there's an entrepreneurial coffee truck person, um, said um, the biased caffeine person, um, who um, could probably park near the um, marshalling area, but I think it would get people out of the worst of the, the direct sun, the highest sun of the day, maybe that's a possibility. 
Um, hopefully, um, I would guess that Midsummer will look for submissions, maybe have a community forum on this. I know that um, I got to the end and had, I was wearing a bathing costume underneath a couple of items of clothing and just as I did a few years ago, I was going to walk straight into the sea. I didn't get that far. I sort of saw the water truck, poured three bottles of water over me, three into me and began to recover. But, And I'm not saying for a second I'm the fittest person in the world, but two of two dear friends, whilst they're not marathon runners, are because people who go to the gym and they're saying they couldn't do it again, and they're you know saying they're for, you know in their forties they're relatively fit. So I think we've got to look at something here. There, Houston, there is some sort of issue to consider. Um, but of course, older people, perhaps people living with HIV, um, younger people, it also cuts out people in wheelchairs. You can't wheel a wheelchair, and it was yeah thirty nine in the shade. Apparently, it was forty six on the asphalt. So obviously, you can't wheel a wheelchair down. Fitzroy Street um, with, you know, if the tyres, when you've got to touch them to keep them moving and burning and that sort of thing. So, yeah, a few issues to consider, but, um, you know, we'll, um, um, you know, sort of, I'm sure we'll work through it. But as I always say, I think that we have to remember when you consider, you know, looking beyond Australia and the queer community in Victoria, so for starters, um, I think we've got to look at something that when you look at what's happening, say, in Indonesia at the moment with the horrible crackdown on trans people there, or crackdowns, I should have said that in inverted commas, you know, trans women being forced publicly, I'll give a trigger warning here for transphobia, um, you know, trans women being dragged out of hair salons and having their hair cut against their will, you know, utterly appalling scenarios. You know, I also, or I think we always need to keep things in perspective um, that, you know, if the biggest problem we've got is it gets too hot at our Pride March, then, you know, we do have to have a think about these things. Um, but, um, yeah, also that leads to what's on the cards for this year going just beyond the grassroots of the community. It is a Victorian state election this year and, of course, a Tasmanian one coming up in about four weeks from today. We'll know the result of that. Victoria in November. And I think there's at least one or two others. It'll be very interesting to see which way they go. Um, also, the news yesterday... Um, I should, I'm not sure if I should say trigger warning, tra- um, queer phobia or decency phobia or anti-decency phobia. Lyle Shelton about to be mentioned. Oh, I just did. Um, who's going to leave the ACL and run for politics. Um, interesting to see how that turns out. Most likely, of course, with Cory Bernardi's party. I don't think it'll be with the Greens or the Sex Party um, or Reason Party as they now are. Um, so um, lots to think about during the year um, and lots to catch up on. So, yeah, um, we'll have to squeeze it all in over the next few weeks and catch it up. All right, here's a track dedicated, I think, to last week's Pride March, um, a classic track from the late Glen Fry. The heat is on. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR On Demand, and 3cr.org.au. I think I got it all. The dust is flying off all the ways you can listen to this great station. Out of the pan with Sally. 3CR presents Communities of Sound, a summer afternoon showcasing treaty, creative women and diverse cultures. Live performances from Kutcher Edwards, Tundo, The West Papen Band, Sweet Dreams, Manisha Anjali, June Jones and Danny Sid. Catch us at the Fairfield Amphitheatre, Sunday 18th of February, 5 to 7.30pm. Communities of Sound is a free event presented as part of the Fairfield and Feb series. The City of Yarra is a proud sponsor of 3CR. Comfort, you've got a boy. 
3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR digital, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. And got to give a quick mention to, I mean, Assigned Mail and Sophie just are always awesome. They've raised their standards even higher with a great little um, meme, which um, has a picture and says, Being trans doesn't mean I was born a different gender. It means I was mistaken for a different gender at birth than the one I am. Oh, I love Assigned Sign mail comics, um, yes. Just run the world or something, Sophie, and we'll all be better off. Um, we need to have um, trans-world domination, but it's, what is it, think think global, act local or something? Well, some people are doing that for all of the rainbow. And next weekend down in Geelong, as we travel down from Melbourne, down the Princes Freeway, um, lots of people are organising the Geelong Rainbow Festival, and one is on the line, Lyndall Coon. Um, good to have you as the first guest on the show for 2018. Oh, thank you for having me, Sally. Much appreciated. Oh, look, a pleasure. Um, and welcome you know, back. Good to be back, yes. The co- the coffee's at one side, the laptop's fired up, we're away um, for another another year of um, rainbow grass, the grass rainbow roots or something like that. But um, it starts, well, it does start at the grassroots because... You know, we need rainbow visibility everywhere, um, and you've got the Geelong Rainbow Festival, a crew of you, um, um, next weekend. How? What was there? Was there a sort of an aha moment where you said, we're going to do this? Um, well, it's actually uh, come about because we formed Geelong Rainbow Inc. Um, actually, just over a year ago now, which was, um, there was a few of us as part of a social group on the meetup called Geelong Rainbow Meetup. Mm-hmm. And then there was members from um, Geelong for Marriage Equality, um, Deacon Queer, uh, Queer Collective, and uh, a few others. Um, and you know, there were there were two sort of groups looking to form an organisation, and we actually got together and decided, well, let's just form one, and that's what we did. So, and through that, we decided that one of the the main things we really wanted to do was get a, a Rainbow Festival happening in Geelong and really bring about more invisibility and inclusion. And Geelong at Rainbow Inc. stands for, you know, creating awareness, um, uh, enabling connection and facilitating support. And we thought, what better way to do it than a big uh, bit of a U-ha at a festival? Yeah. No, I think you've, you've hit it on the head. It, it is. It does so often, you know, for all the detail, the you know the foundations of it comes back to visibility, connection, awareness, and you know just making sure that you know sometimes we can unintentionally sort of reinvent wheels, that sort of thing. So um, the fact that you've got all the Geelong groups together, um, good to see Deacon in there. And sorry, did I hear you mention the fabulous Gasp as well? Um, look, Gasp we uh, support Gasp. Um, and they certainly support us where they can. Um, we've got some of their youth uh, involved cool. with us. Yeah, so, so what Geelong Rainbow Inc. was originally formed to do was become an umbrella organisation for the rainbow community. And ah. within that, we would support and promote and assist wherever we can all the other groups and organisations that are already established. And then we look to fill some gaps. For example, Gasp are fabulous with the youth and up to 25. Oh, However, there was nothing for beyond that in the form of um, support. So um, not long after forming last year, we created an adult peer support group that meets once a month. So we're trying to look for 
how to yeah how to engage and how to build on what we already have and then um, create uh, create some more I guess yeah yep totally so what are you planning to create <coughs> excuse me sorry next weekend um, um, yeah so next weekend look and for our very first one it's, it's probably more low key than what the community are used to but for what Geelong community is to I'm hoping it's going to be um quite a quite a festival so opening night actually is at the piano bar um, in Geelong um, and Piano Bar are actually one of our gold sponsors which is brilliant having them on board however I do believe opening night is already sold out um, and on the Saturday we've got two brunch sittings out at um, uh, some of the, the um, crew out at Cafe Bear and Scoobs are hosting those for us so there's two uh, line of 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock brunch then we've got a screening in partnership with Geelong Queer Film Festival, who are also newly formed, uh-huh. of Tangerine, which is a, a wonderful trans movie. Oh, yes, yes. And then we've got Saturday afternoon starts at 4 o'clock at the deck in Geelong um, with a open mic session leading into a squad um, dance party. And we've got some great sort of um, performance coming along there. We've got... Um, uh, ladyhood performing and then um, leading on to a, a, the dance party with um, DJ Magnus and um, drag king um, of hip-hop Justin Taliqua is coming along as well. Um, and then Sunday sees us having our own Geelong, Geelong Pride March at 10 o'clock and then that'll lead on to a Barbie queer and picnic um, at Johnston Park from then until four. And we've also got some entertainment running throughout the afternoon. We've got um, Kirsty Waybeck coming along to do some, some comedy. We've got Hotbox performing. Also, um, Andy Pobjoy from the Piano Bar will be bringing his keyboard down to, to, to belt out some tunes for us. And then we're hoping to also have um, face painting, juggling, hula hooping, um, a jumping castle to make it a really sort of family-friendly day. And, and uh, it's a BYO picnic and we'll also be providing a, um, a sausage sizzle with some vegetarian options. Sensational. Well, lots of lots of variety in there, music, um, entertainment, and as you say, um, um Fun for all the rainbow family of all ages, as the as those ads used to say on TV. Well, not quite. And I think that yeah, I think you've got that. I think that's a really important point. I mean, it's yes, our young people do need support, but also our um, you know sort of people of all ages. It's still not easy for people in the middle bracket to to come out as um, trans slash gender diverse or and or bi. So I think it is good that that is underway. Um, that it is going out now. It's focused on Geelong, but also, you know, you, um, you and um, the fabulous Andrew live down on the surf coast, so you're obviously people can come from far and wide um, and Absolutely. get support. Yeah, yep, and and actually, you can come from anywhere because Geelong train station is pretty much across the road from Johnston Park, where we'll be actually having the barbecue and picnic. So it's, uh, getting here is really easy. So you know, Melbourne folk can can. Well and truly, um, you know, trek down for the day. Yep, a, a Barbie queer. I've got to love that. <laughs> uh, as a, as a, a bisexual play on words person, I think that's just ends up going to stay in my vocabulary for a while. Yeah. Very yeah. awesome. Um, cool. um, good, 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 good. So, yeah, look, this is much needed. You know, I agree with you. It's great that we have a Pride March and Midsummer Carnival, in, you know, in Melbourne and surrounds, but we've got to 
get more. So this is another one, and you know people can stay in the mood. And also, I've seen Saturday's forecast; it's about twenty three, which is much better than thirty nine. Yeah, looking beautiful, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All the same, yeah. um, UV doesn't connect to temperature, so can everyone, of course, please slip, slop, and slap, and all that sort of um, thing, and stay safe. Yeah, um, that's very true. If people sort of no, I sort of remember, oh, Sally and Linda were talking about the Geelong Rainbow Festival, but I can't remember the details. Where do they go to get those details um, um, of all the events? And is there a, a central sort of website and or Facebook page? Yeah, um, we've got a website with all the events listed on there, and that's www.geelongrainbow.org.au. Geelong and then Rainbow. if they're on Facebook, it, again, it's Geelong Rainbow Inc. Festival, and all the events will be listed under there as well. Cool, EOs. Um, and we did have a bit of a hiccup with our page. So um, we wanted to merge Geelong Festival with Geelong Rainbow Inc. And unfortunately, the merge was done the other way around. Oops. So we lost all Geelong Rainbow Inc. history and um, are left with Geelong Rainbow Festival. So we had to recreate some of our events. So it does look like they're going, they're not really well attended. But um, yeah, but we lost all the previous going. So don't don't be put off by the low numbers. Uh, the the old um, IT hit. I mean, come on, it's you know um, they're, they're always going to happen. So I think that's the least of your concerns. Um, GeelongRainbowOrg.au is looking um, pretty populated with events, and yeah, Tangerine, a great film that covers trans and people working in the sex industry. So yeah, um, thank you. Really, yeah. Yeah. really good film um, to see. So yeah, yeah. Um, well. What can we say? All the best for it. And, of course, if someone, if people are in the Geelong area today, I believe there's a fundraising sausage sizzle on, which can never go astray. Yep, that's actually down in Torquay today oh, Torquay. at the Bunnings store. Yeah, in Torquay, yeah. Oh, yep. So um, get what you need from the hardware store and then, I don't know, it's a reason, pretty good beach day. Get off you go as well <laughs> down to Torquay. That's it. <laughs> All right. Yep. And Linda, we've got to get I've got to get Andrew and yourself back on the show at some point in detail to find out how your journeys are going. We did discuss them some years ago, but there's yes. things are always ongoing. So yeah, love That's to have sure. you um, back in and see how it's all going. But in the yeah, meantime, that'd be great. In the meantime, all the best for the Geelong Rainbow Festival um, next weekend. Thank you, Sally, and thanks for having me on today. Much Pleasure. Appreciated. Cheers. And bye. Bye. Lyndall Coon, part of the organising team for the Geelong Rainbow Festival, um, starting on the fr- Friday night at 6pm, um, yeah, geelongrainbow.org.au, um, a piano bar, you've got brunches on the Saturday, you've got the Barbie queer, oh, that is sensational. Um, I wish I could be there, of course, I'll be, it's on at the same time as the show, so um, 3CR, we need to organise a barbecue in our little courtyard and I can be there in food and spirit or something. All right. Um, let's have a breather and play a track from a, well, a Western District, um, Western District boy, Shane Howard. And, um, let's do his version of a Bob Dylan classic, I Shall Be Released. Um, some people might say I should be locked up. Anyway, that's their opinion. 3CR, um, 3cr.org.au, 3CR 855am, 3CR Digital and On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. 855 AM, um, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon. Great to be back with you in 2018. 
And uh, we just heard from Shane Howard, born in Dennington, um, three kilometres west of Warrnambool. So very much um, a part of the sort of coverage area in a way of the Geelong Rainbow Festival, the extended coverage. And doing the Bob Dylan track, I Shall Be Released from the album Time Will Tell. Um, And yep, always great to play Shane Howard um, on the show. And so, uh, and of course, the second track for the day was... um, Glenn Fry, The Heat Is On, and that's from his um, one of his compilations, A Solo Collection. Well, um, got to welcome back our regular correspondent. Um, well, not, not regular as in terms of ordinary, regular as in frequent. Melina, good to hear from you. And um, Melina's messaged in via the email, outofthepan855 at gmail.com. Irrespective of her political beliefs and her brother's hardcore pan- campaign against it, it was lovely to see our first prominent um, gay wedding of the year. Well, you know, I think that's a fair call. Um, you know, um, I, I agree with that. Look, I don't, obviously, gee, surprise, I don't agree with a lot of Tony Abbott's views. I um, also have had issues at times with how Christine Forster's um, communicated about issues, but I don't really think that how whether she stands, plans to stay active in rainbow communities, don't know. But yes, agree. And I think this is actually, you know, there's a couple of things to comment. Yes, the marriages are now underway. Um, well done to the couple up in Coffs Harbour who timed their wedding so that it's the, a ceremony, so that it started late on the evening, like about half past 11 on um, January 7. And the actual I do moment, which was where it could be legally said, was like a few minutes after midnight Australian Eastern summertime on the 8th. Um, so they were pretty much getting in first. Good luck to them. And good luck to all the couples. And I know lots of people are getting it underway. Although some people, there's an article in Star Observer, I've noticed that some people are too burnt out from the campaign to organise their wedding. Um, so, um, yes, Um you know, so I think, yeah, fair enough. And I think, you know, I don't like cliched comments about, oh, we have to rebuild now after the divisive debate. It's got to be done with substance. But I think also there is a time for a bit of graciousness and let, you know, Christine forced to have her wedding in peace and quiet, that sort of thing. But I suppose it leads into a bit of an issue that came, another issue that came up at Pride March. And I do want to say I felt it was a good vibe despite the heat and humidity and I will, as I say, over the next couple of weeks, be catching up on all the issues. But there was a bit of an issue um, that's, you know, I think worth thinking about. Now, again, we don't, I don't, you know, we, no one can agree with every group in Pride March. There's a group, and I'm not going to name it, but is not inclusive of trans people that marches every year. And there's a range of political parties. And there was a bit of debate over the behaviour of a long-time LGBTI campaigner who yelled at the Liberal Pride group, you're not welcome here. Now, to some extent, yes, the person's got a right to their opinion. And I think there are debates about how Pride March needs to be arranged and who should do it. And after the Murdoch media furore of um, about 18 months ago, I think Pride, um, the Midsummer organisers of Pride March made a good decision to say the corporates need to go, the communities come first, and then the more corporate up the back. I think that's actually a very good symbolic and practical response to those issues, and I think they handled that really well. Now, some people might, you know, I know there's this debate about should the corporates be there, and to me, of course, it's not black or white. It's about everyone on their merits. Um, 
you know, there are some corporates who get attacked who I know have done good work with trans communities. They haven't just got gay and lesbian. Um, and there's also, you know, some who, you know, are underrated. But when it comes to, you know, people who aren't directly affiliated with our rainbow communities, you know, so obviously, you know, as I say, there's one group there that is anti-trans, but it is a lesbian group. Now, I, as I say, don't agree with them, but Technically, they have a right to be there. They are sort of part of the community. And I, as I say, don't agree with them. But I think on that one day of the year, if you're directly identified with the rainbow communities, you have a right to have a happy march. And I'm speaking from the perspective of someone who, from the bi community perspective, every year from 2006 to 16, the bi community cop biphobic taunts. And the thing is, nothing was ever done at all. We had to take the initiative to fix it. Um, and, you know, full credit to the Pride March and then Midsummer organisations who did help us out and put us up the front and things, which I think was a good approach to do. So I don't really believe on the day that certainly a part of our community should be identified, but it is, you know, it does raise a fair question. And let's look at this calmly. And these are my personal opinions, not on behalf of any organisation, including 3CR. We have organisations in the broader community who think that trans women are threat, trans women are threats to women and children, or that you know, or things like that. And no, I'm not talking about the Christian lobby. A lot of people in the Liberal Party do do have those opinions. Is it triggering for trans people and families to have the Liberal Party there? I'm also aware of an incident that I hope has been sorted out that happened at Midsummer Carnival. Um, these are our events. They are first and foremost for the rainbow communities, our families and our true allies. They are not a public gawk fest. They're not a PR job. And there does have to be some sort of debate about who can register or maybe the other approach is that people have to show respect. And I think there's some issues to debate here, not on the day. I think that, as I said, having had my day ruined for years with biphobia at Pride March, I don't think anyone's day should be diminished um, and I'll get to the the police response is a separate issue, which I'm going to tackle in a future program. Um, but, um, you know, to me, um, we do have to have a debate about, pride, the, you know, the sort of philosophy of Pride March and Carnival and who should be there. I was talking, it was some month, it was when I was overseas on one of my um, junkets, I mean a trip overseas um, to the Yoga Conference, and I was talking to a person from the UK and Brighton, down not the Brighton here, but the Brighton on their coast, has a Pride Festival. And believe it or not, the area of the Pride Festival is fenced off. You've got to pay, I think it's £25, which God knows how many Australian dollars that is, $75 to get in, so your poorer members of the community can't get in. Now, that's not right. I don't, want to, I don't say we're going that far, but I don't even want us to even think of that we could get on that road. It's got to be accessible and equal, and I mean accessible in terms of finances, but also we need to look at accessibility issues for people in who need wheelchairs. Um, a big issue last week was because it was 46 on the asphalt, people who needed wheelchairs couldn't march because you're trying to turn the wheels of your chair and your hands are going to be scorched. I don't know exactly, you know, that's a, there's a challenge. I don't have the answers to that. I'm not an expert. I'd love to hear from people who do have mobility issues as to how that could be dealt with, if it can be. So, yeah, we've um, got to think about making Pride much more inclusive and, you know, and look at issues of, um, you know, sort of um, look at social inclusion issues. 
Um, so yeah, lots to think about there. But I honestly believe, you know, to be fair, that Midsummer, you know, and some would say they were saddled with the mistakes of the Murdoch um, sponsorship deal by a previous administration. To some extent, that's true. But I honestly think that they are trying to learn and do a good job. And so that's um, really, really welcome. I'm sure they will find ways to have these conversations. Maybe there could be a community forum which deals with the heat and humidity type of stuff. And then, a well, I'm sorry to say it again, a coffee break. And then we have a forum on, you know, behaviour at Pride March, who should be there. Uh, maybe it needs to be done by submissions, but that, of course, puts um, issues on people who don't like written communication or can't write. So everyone needs to have a say. It's um, something I think we have to have a sensible debate about, and I think there is a spirit in the community to do it, which is very welcome. Um, I think that the Better Together conference, um, Jason, if you're out there, I think I need to get you in here if you've recovered and have a chat about it all um, or on the phone, because um, I think it put a new spirit into the community um, that was a big reviver. So maybe we've got to take that spirit into this debate, how we have hard conversations without it turning into well, a Royal Rumble, and of course we now have Royal Rumbles that are more inclusive of gender because it was the first women's Royal Rumble last Monday. When will there be a non-binary gender um, Royal Rumble? We'll wait for that. There was your weekly um, um, plug for World Wrestling Entertainment. Um, All right, and of course well done to Asuka, the inaugural women's Royal Rumble winner. Debate over um, Ronda Rousey stealing the the limelight. All right, enough of that. wouldn't be out of the pan without playing a Paul Kelly track um, because we can and um, I've got a track um, from the fantastic Life is Fine album of um, last year and um, it was good to see um, actually a really good piece of programming by ABC late on the evening of January 26. They had a replay of a Paul Kelly at the Sydney Opera House concert which um, included a lot of the songs off Life is fine. And here's one of them, Firewood and Candles. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Yeah, I spent three and a half years living on the street and I know what it's like to have no hope and not to feel part of the society and I think that's where a lot of these people are. But I think we need to help people who are traumatised and help people get back on their feet and give them hope and help them um, feel like they're a part of the society again instead of just moving them on like they're an inconvenience. If it were not for ruminations, how would the views of those of us who have been homeless or are homeless, how would these views ever be aired? How would they ever be expressed? Subscribe to the station that gives airtime to people with a lived experience of homelessness. Support 3CR. Hi, I'm Maurice. And I'm Mario. And we're Chronically Chronically Chilled. A program that aims to provide a platform to those living with chronic and invisible illness, as well as exploring topics that impact on our daily lives. Listen to Chronically Chilled, the first Wednesday of every month at 6pm.
3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand. Out of the pan with Sally and on a Sunday afternoon. Just had a call come in saying there is still discrimination against um, um, off-air. Um, someone talking about discrimination against relationships other than marriages, such as de facto or domestic partnership. And I think that is an issue. Yes, it's good that we've got marriage equality, but we do need to perhaps think about how we recognise other relationships. Will de facto feel a bit pushed down now? Um, Interesting that when the UK marriage equality happened in 2013, there were no civil unions for heterosexual couples. They're rough equivalent of our de facto or domestic partnerships. So, yeah, do need to look at other forms of recognition and make sure we treat people equally um, and um, that sort of thing um, under the law and have flexibility. Well, um, things that are coming up um, in the week. Bent TV is rolling on for another six months, keeps getting extended hooray as part of Channel 31 that is extended. Um, so, yeah, tune in um, on Friday night. Um, what else have we got on? Um, Seahorse is rolling for trans people in the inner eastern suburbs on the second Saturday of the month. Um, not sure what's happening with chains if they're... Um, firing up the um, the Kingsters um, for next Saturday. Can be on on the second Saturday of the month. Check their um, website and Facebook page for more information. And then we get into Tuesday week, the 12th, is the Polyvic Discussion Group, um, which is still rolling on as well. Good to see Polyvic marching behind by Alliance at Pride March as well. All right. Wow, there's so much to talk about. Um you know, sort of, as I say, a lot of news to come in. Thanks, Melina, for your compliments. Good to have be back in touch with you uh, after the summer. Lots of good things happened. A very chilled out by and poly picnic as well. If we're talking by and poly um, this year in the Edinburgh Gardens with Darling Gardens out of commission. Um, pretty good location there. Um, yeah, so um, lots going on. Um, yeah, what's coming up? There's still midsummer events on, and yes, got to mention again that um, next Saturday, um, as I check into my diary, I'll um, find out why this is a face for radio because I'll be at this one. Is the Pride Centre's consultation with the trans and gender diverse community um, um, be there 9:45 for a 10 a.m. start at 100 Drummond Street, and um, we'll see you there. Um, and I'm not. I'm not going to say families are not welcome. Um, that is, family members of trans people. But it is focused on trans and gender diverse. I'm not sure how that's exactly being handled. And I think there will be other, um, we'll say, stripes of the rainbow consultations due. Very important that we listen to each other and understand. Um, but I think that is happening. I have to say that I'm not. I'm the last thing I'd ever call myself. In the words of Betty Blockbuster, is an architect, but I did like the design that was in last Sunday's paper um, about for the Pride Centre. I think that's been really well done, and I think it leads to a good point that um, sometimes we don't even consult groups, let's say like Trans and Bi, on Trans and Bi. But of course, Trans and Bi people are holistic people and have lots to offer on lots of things. And some of the ideas and consultation did sort of begin to flow from a trans person who has um, contacts and skills in architect architecture. So there you go. Um, engage people, listen, and by Gadfrey, 
um, you'll get the best outcomes. So really good to see it cooking at last. That's not to say um, last year was, of course, on this show, a bit of a, a furore over the Pride March in the middle of the year. Um, but sometimes we need to do that. And, you know, I'm all for calling people in, giving them a chance where we can, which had been done in the Pride Centre, then you had to call out and now they're in. Um, that's getting a bit complex. If we have to do it again, we will. This is what 3CR is here for, independent um, radio, free of commercial sponsorship, and this show and others will do it. But I do feel, I've got to say, just to get the, the year off to a start, I feel optimistic, and I know we're going to face challenges. The far right aren't, never go away, but I feel we've got strength to deal with them. Um, in that sense, where is that strength? The only way to find out is... Um, manifest it shine a light on it in the words of a dingo's track from the live album that they did some years ago now um called um 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 live at last and i'd better get out of here and make way for freedom of species kate coming in soon Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. Thanks, Melina, for calling in. Also, thanks to Hoffler for commenting under the Facebook post. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.